The new Belgium sale has finalized, and there's going to be some blowback. Texas, step out of the way. Maryland has the shittiest beer laws, although a change is coming. The stakes will be set. Get ready for the Deadpool. This is It's All Beer. Welcome to It's All Beer. You want to know what the hell is wrong with craft beer? Wish we could dopple back to a time when beer was simple? Well, take a chill pills, nerd. Craft beer can't be stopped. It's on the lambic. Lambic? Lambicuz? It's on the lambicuz. It don't follow rules. And we're here to give you all the latest news. Which beer? Which beer? Um, so uh, we have a good show for you tonight. Uh, sit back and ale, uh, see how it goes. Uh, I'm Jeremy Jones. That was a good one. I'm Tyler Zimmerman. And I can't take credit for that, actually. I, I didn't write that. I, I hired someone to do that. In fact, I PA'd a lot of money for that. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The dad I, jokes hurt, Jeremy. <laughs> Don't be bitter. <laughs> okay. No, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. We're, I'm, I'm we're done. scrapping the podcast. I'm done. <laughs> I'll Brett. That was annoying. Um, okay. Now I'm done. <laughs> Hi, how's it? Welcome back. Well, thank you. Glad to be back. <laughs> oh, so after uh, after I hurt your brain, uh, what are we drinking today? Uh, so you brought us some of Stone Sokovesa uh, from this year. Yep, this is this year's Chocovesa. Um, it's one of my one of the one of my favorite uh, holiday beers. Although I feel like it. It's a little bit harsher this year for some reason. I don't know. Maybe I've been ha- maybe I've been having too many like really smooth barrel aged stuff. But no, I think it's a little bit harsher this year. Um, although the last couple of years that I've had it, I've also been having some that I've aged, and with a year's age on a Soko Vesa, it's fantastic. Okay. Uh, I am also double fisting thanks to Aaron. Uh, he left us a five star review. Um, and in the review, he said, Jeremy, I don't want you to drink the Coors Edge. I want Tyler to. So <laughs> thank you very much, Aaron. Thank you very much, Aaron. I appreciate that. And here we go. Well, that's not, you're not chugging it. You got to. The review said drink. Oh, come on. You got to chug it. Nope. Review Be- said drink. All right. Well, all right. So if you want to, so if you want to clarify, uh, we're, we've still got a few more Coors Edges. Leave us a review and uh, tell Tyler to chug that shit because um, I had to and uh, I'm terrible at it. So, you know, I mean, I guess I'm the superior beer drinker on this podcast. So that makes sense that you I mean would... water drinker. It is pretty bad. All right. <laughs> and speaking of awful beer, Tyler, what do you have for us today? Uh, so... Latest news that I kind of saw pop up last week um, is New Belgium. Uh, their employee vote finally happened uh, about the sale to the Kieran-owned Lion Little World beverages that we talked about a couple podcast episodes ago. Yeah, um, it was, it, this is one of the this, this like the last few months have been weird in craft beer, but yeah, um, that was when uh, it's a buyer's market in craft beer right now. <laughs> Yeah, the makers of Fat Tire were bought by. I, I went over the entire corporate structure, but they were bought by. Uh, yeah, essentially they're owned by Kieran, who owns King, uh, 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 which owns uh, Little Creatures uh, Brewing, which now owns uh, New Belgium. So, and apparently that didn't sit. That didn't go over well. Yeah. So, uh, as we mentioned back in that podcast when we dove into their thing. 
that it still had to be voted on by the employee owners. Right. And that at the time, it was all but a done deal. I've... Yeah. No one expected the employee owners not to vote for it because it was a spoken deal. They're getting a ton of cash. Really kind of taking the hands-off approach. It seems like Kieran's a pretty good company. Until some human rights groups uh, actually came out of the woodworks and urged New Belgium's employee owners to vote against the sale due to the Japanese beer giant Kirin's tie to Myanmar Economic Holdings Ltd., uh, whose chairman, Jen Ming Ong Hang, I probably butchered the fuck say, out of that. If you, if you actually speak Japanese or are Japanese, I have to apologize for... Well, yeah, I, <laughs> that was, I'm sorry. Let's think that someone from northern Idaho pronounce a Japanese name is... It's a real treat. Hey, I was trying to be sincere in the pronunciation. Fair. Uh, the general is accused of carrying out a military operation with genocidal intent against Muslims in the country. So it's causing a huge deal uh, and New Belgium employee voters employee owners ended up voting to finalize the deal. Um, in the Brewbound article they get into you know some of the United Nations reports about some of the Miramar or Myanmar's uh, military networks and just the terrible, terrible things that they are doing to some of the Muslims in the country and just people of the country. Uh, the United States issued sanctions against four of their military leaders, including Min Ong Kang, uh, for alleged crimes against the people and other minorities. So, I missed the uh, article. Did it say what exactly Kieran's ties are to the general? Or The only thing they said is uh, that they had ties to that economic holdings group as well as two joint ventures in Myanmar uh, with the Myanmar Brewery Limited and uh, Mandalay Brewery Limited since 2015. So it's, I mean, it probably is fair to say that some money that the, some of Kitten's money is possibly going toward a genocidal so, general, which is yeah. it's not a great look for your parent company. No, um, and I, I and especially being a craft brewery where a lot of the craft beer drinkers do take into mind that global citizenship and not being a terrible person. We all bag on Anheuser Busch. Basically, yeah, it's almost a it's almost but, a feature of the show now. But let's be honest, at least from anything I've ever heard, they don't have ties to a genocidal maniac. So I guess what I'm, what I guess what I, the the takeaway from this is Anheuser Busch. If you want to continue being the biggest asshole in beer, uh, you're gonna need to start killing some folk, a lot of folk. Um, there's a, <laughs> it's fucking terrible. I mean, I feel like there's a town in Czechoslovakia that you've been, you've had a, you've had a beef with for a long, long time. So, um, oh wow, just going full like uh, Spaniards with the Basque people there. I'm just <laughs> look. 
AB and Bev has put it out there that they want to be the biggest assholes, and this may be what they have to do. Um, I think I am not advoc- going too far, though. Even <laughs> I am for not them. advocating av- advocating for the death of Czech people or the eradication all- of just Cable Yudovistia. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember how to say that town's name. I get a point. <laughs> You can get all the points you want. You can count them in your jail cell when uh, the FBI comes because this is all Jeremy Jones express opinions. Um, no, not not a good look. Um, do you do you think this is going to have a? I mean, do you, is it likely that consumers are going to make that much of a connection? Though, I mean, that's there's there's a lot. I mean, even the degrees of separation between. Um, uh, between New Belgium and Kirin is a little bit dodgy because you got, I mean, they're technically owned by small creatures who are owned by another parent company who are owned by Kirin Brewing who are owned by Kirin the, uh, the 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 corporate the the corporation Kirin. So is there? A- I think off the bat it will. Uh, and in the article it does mention among the benefits of linking up with Lion where it's purpose driven culture. That has a bad look to it now. Uh, (laughs) And the desire to continue New Belgium's mission as a force for good. Okay. So it's kind of a little hypocritical, in my opinion, that, and I think some people were kind of turned off because New Belgium and Ois Bragg, you know, they're employee owned. They're a B corporation, too, are they not? They are a certified B corporation. And they're like, you know, they, they, pumped up all that stuff and then they sold to a big corporation and everyone was like eh. and now seeing this it, i think it is going to negatively affect in the short term long term i'm not sure because what let's call a spade a spade the american people have the memory of a fucking goldfish they get distracted by the next story on facebook to piss them off Fair and enough. then they go oh yeah i haven't had new belgium in a while I'll buy that six pack. I, I guess. I mean, I guess from your perspective, is it worth putting down New Belgium at this point in time? Or, I mean, is it? I, I know. I guess for me, it's, there's almost like it's. It's one of those things. I mean, this is a. Well, I don't know how much Kieran actually does, but how much of a sin can you blame your parent? Uh, how much of of a sin do you have to like bear for your parent company? Yeah, and I mean, if you dig deep enough on any major corporation, you're gonna find some pretty much unscathedly. And I mean, basically every major corporation is there's murders. a tie somewhere. Yeah, they, you know, there, there, there's money being funneled in somewhere. So I'm. I mean, if I see a new Belgium that I want to try, I'm still gonna order it. Do I agree with what's going on? No, it's same thing when people are boycotting like Chick Fil A. I love those fucking chicken sandwiches. <laughs> Do I agree with what the owner sends some of his personal money to? No. Is is Chick-fil-A funding a genocide? No, but they don't really care for gays. Okay. But no genocide yet. No. Okay. But as I told uh, one of our former co-workers, they could start a I Hate Tyler Foundation. I'd probably still eat the chicken sandwich, so... They're that good, huh? Yeah, they're delicious. All right. Okay. Maryland sucks slightly less news now. Um, so thought it was more. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually a little bit less. I mean, they suck pretty hard right now, but they're... 
there have been some changes recently that are going to get better. So, anyway, Maryland's beer laws, speaking of ruthless dictators, um, Maryland's beer laws are, let's see, how do I put this gently? Um, they're dumber than a monkey trying to hammer his dick into a football with a rock. Um, Sharp rock or river rock? Does it matter? Let's say it's river rock. That's a little smoother, so not as bad. <laughs> Um, and I actually have some personal, I have a personal experience with, uh, Maryland's beer laws. Um, I did a job there a few years back. Um, and when I flew in, I flew in about four or five o'clock, got off the plane, got into my hotel, decided I wanted a six pack of beer. Um, so went to like gas station, couldn't find beer, went to a grocery store, no beer section. At which point in time I flagged someone down and said, uh, hey, where do you get beer in this town? He goes, oh, you have to buy you have to buy uh, all beer at a liquor store. And I said, cool. Where's the nearest liquor store? He said, oh, well, it's just the next strip mall down, but they close at five. Ooh. So yeah, and so thanks to Maryland's beer laws, I had to go to a bar and get drunk instead of staying in my hotel room. Oh, <laughs> what a, what a travesty, Jeremy! The humanity. I'm just saying they suck. Um, that Does was Kieran fucking run Maryland then, or I think so. Yes. <laughs> um. Anyway, but uh, even the um, there are even some dumber laws on the books, and this actually comes from uh, uh, Esther, uh, Esther Camilli at uh, uh, wamv.org. Um, besides making it impossible for a guy like me to buy beer, um, turns out that it's getting it's hard to even sell beer in Maryland. Um, every brewery. Um, has a cap on how many barrels they can uh, sell through their tap room, and that cap is 2,000 barrels. Oh. Um, 2,000 barrels a year. Um, and and um, for self-distribution, um, they are capped at 3,000 barrels. So without, so without um, any, um, any uh, uh, distribution, you're essentially, you're essentially restricted to 5,000 barrels uh, uh, per year, which is a tiny brewery, really. I mean, I mean, it's not huge. In the grand scheme of things, yes. Um, and so, I mean, you can sell more. You can sell slightly more if you are if you uh, are with a distributor. But um, it turns out that if you are with the distributor, there are some bizarre Maryland laws there too. Um, because if you are if your distributor is as useless as the you know the monkey in the rock, um, you have it's not exactly- using a twig. Yeah. Uh, it's not exactly easy to dump your distributor. Um, you have to give 180 days notice, um, then go into arbitration um, where you have to have a quote-unquote good cause to dump your distributor. Um, Getting rid of a distributor in any state is a bitch. Yes. So, but unless you can just mutually agree to separate. Well, see, that's not even... A, you can't even do that in Maryland. Um, and, it, I mean... Yeah, 108. Uh, every a lot of states have this like this uh, contract period, but every other state caps out at like 120 is like the 120 days as long as any other state besides Maryland. Um, Damn, you have to do. Um, and there's no Six such thing. Months. As, yeah, no, and there's yes. and there's no such thing as a good cause law. You have to like go and and yeah, present a good cause and um, and a lot, even the distributors are pushing the force like sometimes a. A, a brewery's just not a good fit. We should be able to... Dump them. Yeah. Um, so can the distributor dump a brewery, or do they have to do 
as I as I read the article, it sound I, I mean, it sounds like it sounds like the the law pro- applies to breweries. You, if you own a brewery, you have to give 180 days notice and provide good cause. I don't know if it works both ways. Um, and Maryland's pretty average when it comes to the number of craft breweries. Um, they had 118 in the state as of uh, 2018, but their total economic impact was just shy of four million, or sorry, four hundred million, which makes them the worst state in the United States as far as economic impact uh, from craft beer. Because they can't expand. It was like the issue with Montana. You can't have a tap room if you're over so many barrels per year, and so a lot of Montana breweries stopped just short of that, so they didn't have to lose their tap room. Right. Um, well, the good news is, is back in April, um, Maryland state legislators voted yes on the Brewery Modernization Act and the, uh, and the Beer Franchise Act, uh, and they both went in, into effect earlier this year. Um, the former, the, uh, the Brewery Modernization Act, uh, officially raises the cap um, to 5,000 barrels that you can sell out of the tap room. Good. Which is still the still the the of any state that has a cap which are very few that's still like the lowest cap of any state in the in the United States but it's um, yeah, I, I feel like most states are like 10,000 is right um so it's still the lowest of any state but the legislation there has indicated that if it becomes a problem for any uh any breweries they'll reconsider the uh the 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 issue and um it also raises the cap uh, for self-distribution to 5,000. So essentially, you someone can now run 10,000 um, barrels of beer out of a Maryland uh, brewery and still self-distribute. Okay. Um, but the franchise laws also does away with the quote-unquote good cause provision, and it reduces the uh, notice down to 45 days. So Good for them. So, I mean, um, the... Uh, uh, all this is kind of ironic because Maryland is the, the Maryland's uh, nickname is the Free State, mostly because of their uh, uh, because of their uh, um, aversion to prohibition in the 1920s. Uh, they were Maryland was famously, uh, uh, especially Baltimore, led the way against prohibition. Um, so it's a little ironic that they're having this problem. But uh, yeah, it, a bunch, this law, these laws took effect, and it's getting slightly better. I was just I was captivated by how bad they were yeah there's some weird archaic terrible fucking laws that when they were made they're like oh no one will ever hit this number right and then trying to change anything and fucking government is like trying to pull teeth out of a vagina ouch what what ow (laughs) (laughs) i've got nothing to say to that other than you ever see the like shitty like netflix horror movie called teeth no, I have not. It's like this girl had uh, a disease called like vagina dentala or something like that, where her vagina actually grew teeth, and then it would attack people. Real terrible, like B horror movie. I mean, it sounds like it. But that's where that came from. Gotcha. Okay. Words I didn't think I would hear today, but <laughs> <laughs> kind of threw me. All right. <laughs> All right. Speaking of teeth and a vagina, um. Let's talk the Deadpool, shall we? First, I want to do a little point of clarification from last week's podcast. Um, So as you were talking and talking about the reindeer orgy, uh, you were like, yeah, I don't, it didn't cross state lines as far as I could tell. So some states do require 
that you submit the label to even send out a packaged can or bottle in your own state, mm-hmm. you have to either submit it. Some states require it submitted to the TTB just like you would if you were sending out of state. Oh, really? Uh, other states require you have to send it to basically their version of the TTB for that state to do we, determine. Do we know which one was in play there? Because I know I did a little bit of looking into it, and Ale's kind of their minor... I was going to say, I I didn't specifically look up North Carolina's, but I'm assuming it'd probably be like Ale or the TTB. I mean, so. yeah, I mean, e- either way, they didn't get... I think it's pretty clear they didn't get permission or didn't get anybody's go-ahead on that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you want to know what that, all that was about, um, go check out last uh, last week's episode uh, where, uh, uh, yeah, Sycamore Brewing uh, put a reindeer orgy on their can. Oh. <laughs> also... Your description of the can with Prancer <laughs> Mixin Blitzen. I died. Thank you, Tyler. <laughs> I was I was losing it in the hotel. I've missed you here. <laughs> All right. Shall we shall we talk about the Deadpool? Yep. Um if we we'd hit upon this idea since uh since 20, uh, 2019 proved to be such a bizarre fuck year for uh for brewery acquisitions and they don't seem to be slowing down um we we decided that it would be just a lot of fun to uh uh, set down a list of breweries we think are going to get bought uh in 2020 um and so i thought we'd go over um We'll, we'll go over the rules. If you uh, d- decide that, if, if you're listening and you decide you want to participate, uh, we'll about tell you how to do that. Um, we both uh, wrote down um, 10 breweries that we think are going to get bought. Uh, and we included with them the 10 breweries or entities we think are going to buy them. Um, and this is the way it works. If you correctly guess uh, a buyer, any buyer, um, in 2020, you get a point. If you correctly guess a brewery that sells in 2020, you get two points. And if you actually match the, the, the brewery and the entity that buys them, five points. That make that, that sound good? Sounds good. Um, do we want to do a do we, I was thinking about maybe doing a like a like a point or two points if they gain and or lose their uh, uh, independent craft status. And that's too much to deal with. Fair enough. Um uh. I think, yeah, we need to do, like, a Google Drive or, like, an Excel spreadsheet with everything so we don't forget who had what. Fair enough. That sounds that sounds like administration. I'm on it. Uh, and one thing I know we talked about, what do we consider a purchase? Good question. So, I don't know. I think we should, I think it should be a controlling interest. I think it should be 51% or more of a brewery. Um, because I think trying to keep track of like, I mean, uh, well, first of all, as what happened earlier this year where, I mean, modern times like put out like a public, a, a public, uh, um, so I'm uh, not considering like, uh, stock options to public people or employee stock option programs. Technically. Yes. But it, it is a purchase, but I'm not considering that I'm considering a purchase is, like a private equity hedge fund or a hedge fund coming in, kind of like what happened with Oscar Blues. Mm-hmm. It was like Fireman Capital, like private equity firm, mm-hmm. came in, invested. They have a share of Canarchy, yeah. which is the parent company, 
or what happened with uh, Inkasi, the Legacy Brewers, right? Um, or it's a group of breweries coming in that have all partnered together that are buying people up, or you just have a straight up brewery to brewery purchase. Yeah, but I still think it should be like I, th- I still think it should be a controlling interest. And I'm fine with that. Uh, the one thing I'd bring up is so according to the Brewers Association, to be an craft brewery mm-hmm. you have to be independent which is less than 25 percent of the craft brewery is owned or controlled by a beverage alcohol industry member that it that is not itself a craft brewer fair i mean that does i say so if we want I, i'm up for whatever but do we do the 51 or do we do the 25 I say fifty-one. I think it's. I think the, the 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 better story is. I mean, once once there's a controlling interest, then the the, the thing is really truly changed hands. Okay. Um, because I mean, like I said, like I mentioned um, when we were talking about um, uh, New Belgium, um, you know, and researching that, found out that that uh, uh, Kieran actually owns twenty-five percent of the Brooklyn Beer Company, and, and by the way, not through any, um, not through the a series of smaller corporations. Kieran directly owns 25% of Brooklyn Brewing. What I would say, because I think when Lagunitas originally sold to Heineken, mm-hmm. it was for more than 25%, but less than 50%. Right. And so technically, we, we would have <coughs> missed out on that. Ooh, okay, fair enough. So I think we bump it, we kind of meet in the middle, has to be more than a third. Okay. That way, most people are going to go 25 or 50. Okay. I feel. And so... And if it is a third, you still have a good sway owning a third of the company. So to be so so okay, officially, um, for a brewery to be bought, it means that thirty three percent or more of their uh, of the company is now owned by uh, uh, one of these controlling interests. Yeah. Okay. Done. Um, I'll put a, I'll, I'll, uh, like put like a rules and everything up on our Facebook and Twitter and every, and everything else when we uh, post our lists. Um, anything else we need to talk about? I mean, obviously, so, um, the deal has to be announced, um, between January 1st of 2020 and December 31st of 2020. And I also advocate that we actually go by the day announced, not necessarily the day the, that it actually happens. I would say we throw in a bonus point if it's announced and closed within the same year. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Because let's be honest, it's corporate deals. (laughs) They never go through that fast, but if someone is really that dead set or like the Anderson Valley deal where it's a straight cash deal, right? Then it's changed hands. Done. So, so an extra point if it's a, if it's an immediate. Uh... If it closes within the same year. Okay, I'll write that down. If it closes in the same year, any other bonus points we wanted to award? I was gonna, I was thinking about like doing a fifty percent bonus for the first uh, for the first sale of the uh, of twenty twenty. Or or like or like double. Actually, let's make it double points for the very first sale of twenty twenty. Whether whether it's on anybody's Deadpool list or not. Um. But I'd be fine for that. Okay. We'll do we want to do that for the last one too? Um, we'd have to work backwards to see which one the last one was, but I mean, it would be, int- but it, it, it could be a good kind of like nail biter if it, if it gets close between you and me, which actually brings me to the probably the, the more interesting part of this. All right. So here's the way it's going to work. I think, um, if anybody would like to participate, um, again, we'll, uh, we'll post our list. We'll post like, uh, uh a little thing about how to, 
uh, how to enter. Basically, give us your up to 10 brewer, uh, breweries and uh, buying interests. I say everyone should have to email with the subject line Deadpool 2020. I was also thinking about putting out, you could do it on Twitter with the hashtag uh, uh, Deadpool 2020. Okay. Uh, or on Facebook. I mean, whatever works. I was just thinking if we send everyone to one specific, it's easier for us to keep track of. Fair. And we drink a lot. I mean, I, I, I actually have to keep track of those anyway, so I'm fine. Okay. I'm, I'm fine uh, uh, scoping those out. It's fine with me. So, um, and, I, and again, as administration, I feel like I'm gonna have to do that anyway. <laughs> Perfect. But so, but I mean, yeah. So you can email email us your list uh, at itsallbeer at gmail dot com. Uh, you can post it on Twitter uh, and add us. Uh, we're at itsallbeer one. Uh, put it on our Facebook page. Uh, that's probably be the easiest way. Um, and uh, yeah, if you beat me or Tyler uh, this time next year, we'll bring you on the podcast and. It- the highest rated listener will bring on the podcast to talk and About. just be in, in involved in one week's episode. If you beat us, you get to talk about how stupid we are and how great you are. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that goes without saying. Yeah. But I mean. <laughs> if you don't beat us, you just get to come in and guest host and you got to bring the beer. Fair. Well, but if you, but if you beat us, we'll bring the beer. If you beat us, we'll bring the beer. <laughs> Sounds like a kind of a shit price. Yeah, you can come over and do the podcast and bring beer, you asshole. <laughs> All right, but there's the more. I think the the, the more interesting like is is between you and me. So, uh, Tyler, if I beat you, I think I would like you to uh, have to have to uh, uh, chug a delicious IPA and <laughs> talk about. How much you enjoyed that experience. <laughs> and when I say the delicious IPA, I of course mean Stone's delicious uh, gluten-reduced IPA that I know deep down in your heart you really truly love. <laughs> okay. I'll do that. So I just have to chug the IPA? Uh, no, actually, let's, no, you have to, that'll be what you drink during the, during the last episode next year and constantly making reference to how good it is. Okay. At least two. At least two during the episode. <laughs> if I win, you have to brew an ice bock at your place of work, and say how it is the best style of beer. And any ice bock done to style is actually a true beer and one of the best styles. And bring it up to everyone. I will write out a script for you that you have to tell everyone to ask you about that beer. <laughs> I just have to go get the script and go like, all right. Hear ye, hear ye. I feel like that script's going to be like, and so a little bit of background. Um, uh, I, I don't think we've ever actually mentioned it on the podcast, but one of the conversations that uh, uh, that preempted, well, I don't know if we have or not, but let's get, let's, uh, I wanna, I, let's do it again. I think it was, we talked about the like beer style, like pay up fly line, winning a medal for cream ale. And I got to the point where, fuck it, it's all beer. Yes. Well, also in there, we were talking about Brewdog's End of the World, the, like, 55% alcohol beer that was it, it, the bottle was inside a stuffed squirrel. This is true. Uh, and Jeremy and I got into the debate, is an ice block a beer? Well, I'd, I'd like to, so, uh, at 55%, my position was, at that point in time, you're making whiskey. Um... Partially, if I win, you have to admit that that is a beer done to, perfectly to style. To be fair, um, I that uh, that 
view I uh, held was mostly to annoy Tyler because it really pissed him off. <laughs> but I'm still going to maintain that. I'm still going to maintain that view. So um, yeah, if you're brewing a, if you're making a 55 percent, and actually that's not even the strongest beer anymore. Did you read? Yeah, it got knocked off by six, uh, 65 percent. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I Spock. But anyway, um, okay, I accept. I accept those terms. We're shaking on it. <laughs> you guys can't see, but. All right, so there we go. The uh, the official terms. Uh, how do we want everyone to submit? I would say X brewery sold to Y brewery. I mean, I just have it. I have my list like the 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 brewery that sells to the to the entity that comes next. So uh, yeah, that would be X sells to Y. So uh, I I kind of mentioned this uh, last week. Um, I think the I you know if if you were to go if you were to have like the perfect list. Um, of 2019, it would read something like this: um, New Belgium, Kieran, Widmere, AB and Bev, uh, Laurelwood, uh, Legacy. Uh, uh, you forgot Widmere, Kona. I know. Red Hook. I'm just saying. Uh, that's what I remembered. I need to correct you. Laurelwood, Legacy Breweries, Ballast Point, Kings and Convicts. You forgot Inkasi to Legacy. I know. I just, I was just spitballing. But God damn, you're irritating. <laughs> Anyway, and and Dogfish Head Sam, that, that would be like the ideal. That would be like the ideal list of 2019. And by the way, if you did get Kings and Convicts buying Ballast Point, uh, please, if, if if you were to uh, been able to let's go that, to Vegas. Yes, we need to talk about <laughs> a lot of things. I mean, unless you are the people who are actually the owners of Kings and Convicts, in which point you may have had a little bit of an insight. But well, all right. So I think we've got a basic idea of the rules. We'll update them, I guess, as need be. Um, also, I think I think we uh, we, we we should uh, uh, put a call out for a uh, um, for a, uh, a for an adjudicator in case of uh, in, in case someone needs to uh, come in and make a ruling. Um, I feel it's got to be someone super neutral. Um, well, I mean, good luck finding that. I mean, we we need a super beer nerd uh, who who uh, who a, a was. Uh, who uh, uh, is not participating for obvious reasons, but yeah, who can adjudicate any uh, any um, a- any disputes? Well, fine. So, so when so, are we going to close this? Well, so all entries have, should uh, have, have to be, to be in, by, by December thirty Janu- first. Yeah, December thirty first. So on January the first of January, we can find someone all right. who's not in, and and we'll and we'll and yeah, we'll we'll make them the official adjudicator so they can uh, 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 rule between our little spats about this. All right, are we ready to actually read our uh, uh, read our Deadpool's? Yep. All right. I, like... I figured we'd go one, 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 or do you want to go all the way down the list? I have no opinion, so I'm okay with going back. Back and forth. and forth, we can give a little bit of reasoning. Yeah. All right. So, what's your first? And these are minor in no particular order. Is yeah. That it's kind of as they occur. And most as of these to me. have no like we don't have any particular inside information. Not a bit outside of well. I, a little bit of what we learned this year, but... And, like, scouring Twitter and, yes. like, looking at, like, the top 50 breweries and fastest growing brewery list on, like, Brewers Association. But outside of that... I guess what we're saying it's is... It's a piss in the dark. I guess what we're saying is, we're idiots. We would not have predicted any of the things that happened this year. So don't take our thing So for- I, Again, if you want to participate, know that you got a good chance of kicking our asses. <laughs> or you could just... I fully accept it. I may miss everyone. I'm going full 
MLB 2018-19 right now, All right. it's either a home run or I'm striking out just straight up. Feel good so, about my chances. Yep. <laughs> All right, Tyler. First one, uh, Funky Buddha out of Florida right. is selling to Canarchy. Really? Now, doesn't Funky Buddha already owned by um, Constellation by Brands? Yes. Who, after ah, the Ballast Point deal, there were rumors going around beer Twitter saying they're trying to shop them. Okay. Uh, Canarchy already has one in Florida, but they also have one in Texas, two in Utah, and then themselves in okay. Denver. And so I'm like, another Florida. Florida's big enough with a big enough population. It wouldn't hurt. Funky Buddha also has does a little more funky stuff and kind of fits the Canarchy brand. Right. Okay. Um, well, this makes my first one uh, very kind of appropriate. Uh, my first one is Ballast Point gets bought by Heineken. <laughs> because, And here's my theory. Um, the Ballast Point uh, saga is not over. Um, uh, someone comes into uh, uh, Kings and Convicts and go, we'll pay you double for what you paid for them. And they're like, sure, why not? They took, they just flip Ballast Point and, uh, uh, and they make a quick profit. I think they'll have to go 2019 of like bumping their sales a little, or at least streamline or like maintaining. Fair. And then in, or so in 2020, I think they'll have to maintain. I in 2021, I could see that happening. It's a long shot, but it 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 it. it, Also, I should also clarify a lot of these not not so much based on facts as much as they would amuse me if they happened. So Uh, yeah, (laughs) basically after like this. After this one, it's basically to, like, that would amuse me. Okay. Uh, or, that'd be kind of fun to see. Uh, modern Times to a private equity hedge fund. Okay. Reason doing that, they put out that call for investors. Uh, they said, hey, you know, and the amount they were wanting paid was some ungodly stupid amount, if I remember correctly. And... So I could see it being kind of that Canarchy style uh, being like, okay, yep, we're going to give you this much money. Just keep doing what you're doing and make us money. Okay. And they've got multiple tap rooms, so it really kind of ties in. Um, all right, so my next one is uh, Deschutes. And they get bought by Duvel Morgat or Duvel Morgat. <laughs> Dang! <laughs> I just I feel like uh, New Belgium has taught us that that uncanny valley, you know, that no man's land, where that you have to cross before you get to be a safe big brewery, is a lot bigger than we thought. I could also see pe- breweries in that no man land, and what a lot of my the rest of mine are is basically those breweries in the no man land. Trying to buy up the smaller ones I've got to couple, push them through the no man's land. I've got a few of them too, but anyway, anyway, yeah. So that's my second one: is the shoot sells the Duval. My third one is Meinhaus Brewery out of Wisconsin Ooh. to Constellation Brands. <laughs> the reason I, I go say, with this justify why Constellation would want to try this again. Meinhaus is one of the oldest family-owned breweries in America. Okay, behind DG Yingling and Sons. Okay. It is also super close to a domestic, similar to Yingling, where you don't really have that craft element. Yes, they are listed as a craft brewery, um, but 
they don't really have the craft brewery like vibe and feel, mm-hmm. which would make it easier for Constellation to push it like one of their imports, and they can mark it up a little above what they would if they bought a if they had a domestic brand, and that would be their domestic brand, but below the imports, but above what like a Budweiser would be. Okay, so they're kind of playing the middle ball, and I saw Meinhaus, and I was like, you know. Eventually, those family breweries, or those big family companies, do sell. I don't see Yingling just because the daughters of Dick Yingling are really invested. All it takes is one kid mm-hmm. deciding, I don't want to do this anymore. And I was like, they're close enough to a domestic. I can see Constellation taking the bite because it's similar to the brands they already have. But it gives them a better foothold in America, and it actually expands Meinhaus's reach. I like the I I I I I, I can I cannot fault the uh, the logic. So, like I said, striking out or hitting it over the fence. All right, um, my next one is Odell gets bought by Sam Adams. I almost did that one, <laughs> and then I was like, Ah, oh, no, that one specifically. Yes. <laughs> I typed it out and erased it. I'm keeping it. It just it's just weird enough to might work. I mean I don't I honestly don't think Sam Adams is gonna try Technically to, it'd be Boston Beer Company. Boston Beer Company. I think yes. To be yeah, to be more specific, Boston Beer Company. Um I don't I really don't think they're gonna be they're 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 gonna wanna buy a whole lot more, but on the other hand, I mean, again, that 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 no man's land is bigger than we thought. Might as well put them down for at least one, so. This one is my big long shot. Okay. Oak Road Brewing out of South Carolina. Okay. To Sierra Nevada. Really? I I feel like Sierra Nevada's gotten big enough where they just have that one Chico tap room. Mm -hmm. They are big enough that they still need to keep pulling in to increase their sales. So pick up one of the... like top four fastest growing breweries in America on the East coast. That gives you an East coast distribution center. You give them West coast distribution and you can start brewing your Sierra Nevada over there to get fresher Sierra Nevada pale to Eastern customers really revitalize that flagship dying brand. All right. I like the I like the logic. Um, so if you're listening to this, Ken Grossman fucking do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't listen to him. Um, all right. I'm on my number four, correct? Yes. Yes. All right. So this is, so this is, this is a, a swing for the swing for the fences. Alchemist sells to uh, Canarchy. I Al- almost threw Alchemist in one, but. Alchemist just strikes me as, I mean, I mean, they're, they're a huge brand. They've had some troubles recently. They lost their, their, their tap room, uh, to her, to a hurricane not too long ago. Um, they were able to, they were able to expand, but they've also. I mean, although pioneering the hazy IPA, they've never like won for hazy. Yeah, or really changed outside of that core couple. Right. So I don't know. It seems like it, I, I could see that scenario working out. Yeah, I I could too. Um, next up, uh, I had to put these guys in uh, here in my list. I have Stone Brewing. Selling to Brewdog. Really? So, 
Reasoning so, behind here. Okay. Stone sales have kind of stagnated. Right. Uh, they already sold off their Berlin facility to Brewdog. Right. So the owners are already cohesive. Uh, they both are very, like, we're independent. We're awesome. Let's do this crazy one-off, mind-boggling, weird shit that may work. Mm-hmm. Or it may slap us in the face. Uh, both of them want to do that. So similar ethos. Uh, Brewdog now has started to open several pubs in the United States. Uh, starting from that Cincinnati, or Columbus, Ohio, adding Cincinnati. So they're starting to get a Midwest foothold. You get the biggest, one of the biggest players on the West Coast and in the United States. That distribution network really just kind of expand through it. Now the funny thing was is I actually I didn't have Stone being sold, but I have Stone. I had Stone buying somebody before I before I switched. I it did out. too, and then I started thinking I was like, their sales have kind of stagnated. That's exactly what. But but I also read an article where there were uh, um uh, um I think is I think he pronounces. I never l- actually learned how to pronounce the guy's last name. I'm gonna say Coke. Um, um, or Koch, or uh, one of the two. Yeah. Um, he was on a panel. Um, at, uh, with a with the uh, with a, a, a another owner of a, a major brewery in California, where he stated that well, he, he said he 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 said that uh, unequivocally, you know, uh, you know, against all rumors, Stone is not for sale. But they didn't walk it back. He said, well, if someone pays me several billion dollars, we'll talk. But and the business minds of Brewdog with James Watt and Martin Dickey. I could see if they thought it'd be a good move, pull the trigger. And also, I mean, it's Stone. I remember back when like Victory and Southern Tier partnered up uh, to form like their version of Canarchy in the Northeast and then Canarchy kind of in the Rockies. And Stone was like, oh, we're going to start our own like, fuck yeah, independent distributor. And then. No one ever came and knocked on their door to partner with them, and it just kind of fell into silence. And so I could see them coming and kind of doing the dogfish head Sam Adams thing. Okay. I mean, yeah. All right. Here's my. Actually, I thought the last one was a swing for this one's. This one's just a bizarre, like, weird scenario that I wanted to put down just because it abuses me. All right. Ready for this? Founders sells to AB InBev. All right. Now we've now they've already. Um, I would have said Kieran. <laughs> we've we've already. That's actually with new information that does sound disturbingly appropriate. But um, <laughs> um, here's my here's my logic. Okay, so they've actually already uh, um, uh, uh, they've already they're already in a in deal with San Miguel, uh, to uh, that's supposed to actually finalize in January. Um, here's my scenario. Um, the, the trouble founders had, has had this year causes, um, uh, San Miguel to, uh, to, to, uh, drop the deal. Um, they look for a buyer for they, the rest they, of their, they look for, they look desperately for a buyer. ABN Bev snatches them up. I, I could, it would play and it's in the part of the country where they don't have a foothold and they're, uh, yeah, I mean. Well, I mean, they don't have, I mean, they, ABN Bev seems to want to own like a brewery in every state or did yeah, for a while. But. Like, and in the Midwest, where AB is king still. And... Yeah. So, um, anyway, so that, yeah, Founders, AB, and Bev. Okay. Next one I got, uh, Fremont Brewing. Really? To Boston Beer. We both had Boston Beer on that. So, <laughs> All right. uh, the reason I did that is, okay, no one ever thought Dogfish Head would sell out. Correct. Fremont's up and coming. They're... 
not quite to that no man's land, but they're moving that way. They do some funky stuff. So Boston Beer, you still have your Truly, your Angry Orchard, and your Sam Adams for your just basic plain Jane. Then you got Dogfish Head for just a wacky one-off stuff, and then you get Fremont for that barrel program. Okay. Fair. All right. Again, I mean, as far as 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 far as you know, uh, uh, logic goes, I can't fault any of that. No. All right. This one might get me into trouble. <laughs> Payette sells to ABN Bev. <laughs> so uh, I thought about trying to do a local person, and then I was like, the shit storm that could cause with the rumor mill being like, there's a local podcast, and they talk, and they both work in the industry. They must know something. I want to make it very clear. Um, I do not know anything. I just felt like I wanted. I, all right. Uh, all I know is is that um, is that uh, it seems high time for a Idaho. It, we're Idaho. The Idaho beer industry is a, about ripe for somebody to sell. Um, Payette seems like the most logical choice based on what I know about them. Um, and or laughing dog. Yeah, I think feel like laughing dog. I mean, yeah, I could see laughing dog being up there too. But I'm gonna go with Payette. Um, and AB and Bev. And actually, specifically, I, I I put in parentheses CBA if they are actually still. Uh, 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 if, uh, the scenario I have in my mind is you know pumped up with you know, fresh AB and Bev cash. They they basically like dissolve like Red Hook and absorb Payette. Yes, so, I I can see that. So anyway, um, <laughs> apologies to uh, uh, Payette, but I'm I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> if that one hits. I'll, I'll surrender the rest of the competition. <laughs> You'd just be like, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, how the fuck did you know? Uh, next up, I have Roadhouse Brewing Ooh. out of Jackson Hole to Deschutes. Oh, really? Okay. So I figured Deschutes has always had a super kind of Northwest focus. Uh, Roadhouse has a similar vibe on can art. Uh, they're a still a super small company, very regionally based, but it gives you but being in that Wyoming from that Wyoming marketplace, you get a little easier foothold into Denver, into that Colorado market, which Deschutes is already gonna have Oregon, Washington pretty heavy. You you add that Denver Colorado market, it may work. Okay. Sure, why not? I'll go with that. All right. Um, my next pick is Alaskan Brewing to Artisanal uh, Brewing Ventures, the, uh, the the company formed by... Uh, uh, Victory, Fri- Southern Tier. And Six Points, yeah. Um, no reason other than, again... Out of West Coast? Yeah, out of West Coast, Alaskan Brewing. Again, that seems like... Although, although I, I don't think it's likely to sell, uh, again, that just strikes me as one of those that, that would come out of nowhere, so... This one is one that I do not think will even come near happening, but I would love to see it happen. Funny, that's about where that. Well, I don't think I would love to see this happen. But that's this is my least. My next one is least as the least likely one too. But go ahead, yours first. Revision Brewing. Ooh. To Melvin. Because <laughs> I was like, basically, 
Like, and then if they collaborated with, like, Fort George, you basically have a three-way IPA in a company. (laughs) I'm like, Revision basically just becomes a straight-up hazy factory, like it already is. Melvin keeps your West Coast IPAs, and you become just a hop heaven, and the hop bill that would be going through that fucking place would be stupid. (laughs) I mean, that's not, there's not much logic behind that other than just, like, pure fantasy. Pure beer geek fantasy. And it's... Two hophead breweries. I mean, the owner of Revision was from Knee Deep, which yeah. is a big hophead brewery. Just, I feel like they would mesh, have Fair. a good time, get funky and crazy, and their can arts. I mean, they, Melvin did the hop shocker where the guy was throwing up the shocker. Revision did Reno as fuck. Yes. So. Fair. All right. And I think some of the beers that they could put out would be killer. Um, uh, there's no logic behind this other than we're just, I'm just extending that no man's Trying land to, to get to 10, <laughs> just no man's land. That's right. Extending that no man's land to the, uh, to the inevitable conclusion. Sierra Nevada sells to Diego or Guinness. Oh, I was trying to, I, I wanted to clue Sierra Nevada. I was trying to think of any company that could possibly buy them. That's not AB InBev. Cause I know AB InBev has no, I, I don't think Sierra would. I, I don't think so either. But. And that's why I included Sierra as a purchaser. Cause I'm like, I, I think they will get involved in this. I was like, but I don't see really anyone being able to swing buying them. I think Diego could, but Diego, that's a good one. And I didn't even think of that. Now, whether I mean, he is the first billionaire from craft beer. Right. So, I mean, he's going to need something more than just a check with a lot of zeros because, let's be honest. He's already got that check. He's got several of those checks. He's got a lot of zeros strapped to his nuts. Don't, again, I was just kind of, I was just like sitting there going, (sighs) I just wanted to include Sierra Nevada just because of that that no man's land we've already talked about a, a lot. Like, all right, that's my, we'll throw that out there. Just, I have, I have like the biggest breweries covered now. Uh,. You ready for my last one? I've still got two more. Do I do I have more than ten? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Ten. No, I got ten. Oh, uh, we skipped you on one then. All right. Well then, well, well then, let me put out let me put out this one then. Oh, um, actually, I skipped one. Okay. Uh, Creature Comforts. Okay. To Legacy Breweries. Fair. So, reason behind Legacy Breweries wants to do Inkasi about Inkasi sized breweries. Spread around the country is focusing Midwest and East Coast. Okay. Uh, Athens, Georgia. Hour drive from Atlanta. Huge metropolitan area. And they also said they wanted to focus on getting breweries that did different things than what they do. Okay. Creature Comforts and Inkasi. Okay. Sure. So. This one I... Alright, so this next one I started with the buyer first and then like looked for a brewery they would buy. Um, so I'm actually going to read off read off the buyer first. Um, Mark Antony Brands, otherwise known as White Claw. And Mike's Hard. Yeah. Um, buys Lost Coast. Ooh. <laughs> I, like the, 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 I like that look on your face because they're like, that's stupid. Wait, that's not as stupid as it sounds. Because <laughs> Lost Coast is, occasionally you'll see a handle here and there. But it's mainly the package in mm-hmm. the major grocery stores, and it's eh, to meddling beer. Yeah. And also, they tend to be, like, sweet and fruity. A more introductory. Right. So. I like that one. Nice job. Thank you. I felt good about it. 
<laughs> All right, your last one. No one sells to no one. We don't have a single merger or acquisition in 2020. Ooh, really? You're gonna you're gonna base your entire. I mean, if you're if you're right, you get the. I guess that's five points. I, I win it. <laughs> All right, interesting gambit. <laughs> <coughs> the reason behind this is 20, 2019 was a clusterfuck. 2019 was a clusterfuck. If we look back when AB went on that buying spree, there was a couple years after where there was like one brewery where no one really sold. Well, and they're still kind of in that um, kind of well, AB and Bev still hasn't like done anything like they did in 2015. 2015 no. was nuts. Yeah. Um, it seemed like every but 16, 17, 18 were Fair. all kind of slow. You'd have like one big deal each year. Okay. So. All right, so interesting gambit. Just kind of throw that out there, like, and one for the win. <laughs> yeah, it's, if it works, awesome. Like I said, my whole strategy was home run or nothing. Okay. Uh, my last one, based on nothing, but it would amuse me. Austin Beer Works sells to Pabst. <laughs> Make that 99 pack. <laughs> which, Pabst still sells a 99 pack yeah. in Texas. I saw a bunch of tweets a couple weeks ago, and it's like, you can buy this in Texas, and they're like, well, consult your... And I was like, I thought they agreed to stop doing that! That's what I thought, too. And it apparently... Uh, it, and no one is... Real, I mean, I don't know if Austin Beer Works just kind of said, oh, fuck it, there's no point in... Cause, so we actually talked about this. The, the little backstory, in case you aren't aware, um, Pabst came out with their uh, 99 uh, beer pack. Austin Beer Works out of Austin, obviously, uh, said, hey, we already did that once. Um, and it was actually kind of a feel-good story because the, someone from Paps called Austin Beer Works. They agreed not to sell a 99-pack, and then Paps did it anyway, I guess. that's yeah. the, that... And then everyone found out that Paps uh, created the six-pack because they thought women couldn't carry more than six beers. <laughs> uh, yes, that's we also did find that out in the process. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that that's yeah that that, that we discovered that we discovered that little tidbit too. So anyway, I thought that would be an, a nice end of that story that Austin Beer Works is bought by Pabst. <laughs> that I, would amuse me. I don't think it's going to happen because it doesn't look like Pabst has any interest in expanding their portfolio. Um, nor does Austin Beer Works strike me as the type of people who would uh, to, who would sell. But it amuses me. <laughs> all right, and we had to fill out ten breweries, and we had to fill out ten breweries. So, all right, there you go. Those are uh, those are our ten. Um, and again, you can, uh, uh, yeah, pick up pick up your own, your own ten. Probably not with the long rambling explanations like we did. But if you win, we'll bring you on so you can. And do- then you can long ramble your explanations. Which by that point in time, it's going to be a year from now. You're like, I have no fucking idea why I picked these. I think I was drunk during half of them. Just threw a dart at a list of breweries. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, for all of our pontificating, that's really all we just did. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was standing there during my event at the co-op tonight, looking at the beer thing, and I'm like, okay, so who could sell to who? And I'm like, oh, that person. I could see them going to... I could see them going to that... No. no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, that's that's it. Uh, the official... Uh, our official picks for, uh, for the Beer Deadpool of 2020. Um... Uh, and yeah, send us your send us your entries, Tyler. Do we have anything else to add today? Uh, the only thing I have to say is uh, congratulations for uh, the Craft Beer and Modernization Act to be extended out one year to help keep the oh, yes. brewery taxes from going back up to seven dollars per barrel federally 
and keeping it down at 350 a barrel. Now if our representatives can actually just finish getting their head out of their ass a little bit more and make that a permanent thing, that would be awesome. I mean, I think to be a representative, you absolutely have to spend at least 90% of your time with your head firmly up your ass. But, um, I mean, for a, a group of people who, who literally do nothing good for anybody, do this one thing for craft beer. Mm-hmm. That would make you marginally less shitty in my book. And, I mean, 99% of the jobs that are being produced because of this are staying in the United States, staying locally in whatever representative state and district. So it helps everyone here. Well, now you just ruined it. Now we're going to be like, well, fuck that. We don't want to do that. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, um, if you uh, uh, this has been It's All Beer. Um and if you uh, want to get a hold of us and send in your uh, uh, your uh, Deadpool entries, uh, you can get a hold of us uh, at itsallbeer at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Twitter uh, at itsallbeer1, at, uh, at itsallbeer1, where we have a Facebook page. Um, and as always, uh, leave us a review. Um, and uh, next time, uh, um, uh, thank you so very much for the person who made uh, uh, Tyler drink uh, the uh, the Edge beer. Uh, next time, make him chug that bastard. Cause, uh, uh, I kind of wish I would have chugged it because once it started warming up, because I forgot uh, about it, how, uh, it tasted worse about room temp. <laughs> Oh, so maybe that's actually the, the actually the <laughs> uh, and thank you for that review. Uh, uh, we we do appreciate it. It Does uh, help more people find us, and it you know helps us punish Tyler. And um, and thank you for not le- ha- having me do that. And uh, and that's actually it for us uh, for 2019. This is our uh, last episode of the uh, of the year. Um, we will pick it back up. Um, I don't know when do you sometime in January. Sometime in January we'll we, we will pick it back up for our uh, for the... give us some time to drink. <laughs> Well, we need some time to we need some time for the holidays to drink and maybe a, a week or two to sober up a bit, I and mean, to figure out who's going to moderate this fucking Deadpool. <laughs> and again, I mean, if you have any interest in uh, in arbitrating this, uh, yeah, hit us up. Uh, we could use that. Anyway, all right. So, uh, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Saturnalia, Happy New Year, all that. I'm happy Jer- Festivus. Happy Festivus to everybody. Um, or Solstice. That's happening tomorrow. I'm Jeremy Jones. I'm Tyler Zimmer. This is It's All Beer signing off for 2020. I have a good one. Or 2019. We're signing off for 2019. We'll be back in 2020. Let's keep this going. All right, now we're done. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.